Yo. What's up, bud? Can you hear me when I whisper? Yeah. All right, good. Just making sure my mic was working. Yeah, no, I'm trying <sighs> to get my headphones plugged in. I don't think they're going to work, though. Hold on. Oh, man. Yeah, it's all right. All right, so let's get into this. Uh, WWE, as of last night, released a bunch of... Yeah, man, I saw that. That was kind of upsetting. I saw that, man. It was kind of upsetting. I don't understand the reason behind the release of the talent. Like, you're... Especially Cross and Keith Lee. They never really gave either one of them guys a chance of really developing their character. Yeah. I mean... I guess in a way, you could say, well, Eva Marie and Nia Jax were good releases from the company, right? Uh, Yeah, I think Nia Jax was. I think she needed to be released. I didn't like her. But, like, I just don't know why they, uh... Why the, why they did all the stuff that they did, why they would release all the people they've released, you know? Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it don't make no sense. Well, uh, there, the, according to Fightful Select, there was some leaked emails um, between the company and Vince McMahon went crazy when the emails got out. Um, I tried to pull them up and find them, but that did not go as planned. Yeah, yeah. But there is a link, uh, bodyslam.net. 44 minutes ago, it looks like they sent out uh, emails link uh, about it from yesterday, yesterday's emails. So I can up here. Let me see if I can. Multiple WWE superstars, including Nia Jax, um, reported to have not been vaccinated for COVID. That is why they were released. Yeah. So. I don't know. The names of the people that were not vaccinated for COVID. Mia Yim, Keith Lee, Eva Marie, Nia Jax, Graham Metalik, and Lindsay Dorado all did not have a COVID vaccine. Hmm. But what what's funny, what what's weird to me is that they're saying that it was budget cuts first, and now it's coming out that some of them was because of COVID. But Allegedly. WWE was never well. WWE was never specific on their vaccination policy. I don't know. We, not, we really don't. We really don't know. You know, we don't well, know what I, goes most of what goes on behind the scenes and stuff. So. Right, well, I looked up the vaccination policy because I was kind of interested in knowing what it is. Because I remember uh, Jerry the King Lawyer back in, like, July said that they were going to make everybody get the vaccine. And then WWE came out saying they weren't. But it says WWE recently had a mandatory meeting led by President Nick Khan speaking on a number of topics, including the vaccinations. That was on May 28th. Um, I don't know, man. How is that's interesting? Well, the the Nia Jax thing doesn't really bother me because I never really liked her to begin with. 
No. I didn't think she was a good fit for the company. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't like her either. But like this being, you know, the 25th year anniversary of the Rock's debut month and everything, and and her being his family, I wouldn't think they would have done that. Get vaccinated, people. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> the Just shocking get, one to me. The shocking it. one to me was honestly carrying cross. Beef, fab. beef really? no beef fab. Really? Because she just a freaking could no because yeah because she just signed a contract extension with them for like five years. Yeah, true. Yeah, and he's on. Yeah, he's in that uh, that little new click in SmackDown. I forgot what they're called. I, have, I really haven't been watching that recently. Yeah, beef abs on that new uh and, and hit row. Hit row, yeah, that's what it is. NXT, yeah, the uh team that got brought up. She appeared two weeks ago on SmackDown, and then there hadn't been, and then she appeared again in a segment with the New Day. Like, and and then as of last night, she was released to the company at six thirty eight p.m. last night is when that news dropped, and I didn't see it until this morning. Dang. Yeah, I'm really, I don't know, honestly, out of all the people who get released, I'm surprised about Karrion Cross. Out of everyone. Like, they released him? What? I look at it like this. They didn't give him a chance to really develop a character. I didn't see an issue with his character coming out of NXT as to why I, they would even have to change him. Oh. Yeah, there was no no reason they should have changed him to put that stupid mask on him and all that stuff that they did. Right. The only thing I thought was, you know, hey, he, because of Scarlet still being in NXT, that's the only reason I thought that they would try to develop his character a bit. In which, I don't know why they didn't bring her up too with him. But, I mean, it don't matter now. They're released. So. Yeah, both of them are. All right, so I, I guess that conversation, I, did you see the tweet I put out? I put out uh, a tweet. Did you see it? Let me let me look at it real. Let me look at it real quick. All right. I, well, I retweeted the release list and then I um put out my own personal tweet. Okay. Let's see here. Um, hmm. What up? Tweets and replies. But as that WWE proven has proven once again how stupid they are because the chances uh, most of the talent that they have released will end up going to AEW where their talent will be used in a positive way. Hashtag AEW. So WWE, thank you for not being able to recognize talent when you see it. Whoa, you dropped a bomb. Well, I mean, dude, this is ridiculous. This is like what the fourth big drop this year, the fourth time they've made a massive drop this year. Oh, yeah. And, and it makes you wonder because they're not really using Sasha Banks except for when they need somebody to come back to irritate uh, Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. Is she going to be released? Charlotte's becoming a problem, according to backstage reports, and she's begging to be fired. So are they going to be releasing them? Th those women, are, are they going to release the street profits if they can't find anything for them you know that's kind of crazy you know i actually watched the tiktok uh yesterday this was 
and he calculated these numbers like before the releases happened. But AEW had a bigger ro- a bigger active roster than WWE did before yeah, the releases yesterday. Yeah, they do. Still releasing people, so it's kind of crazy. But honestly, in my opinion, I think AEW is going to run out of money for real. Well, I mean, they obviously can't sign all the talent that WWE releases, or they would. <laughs> they damn, bro. They damn near. They're getting almost everyone that's coming out of WWE. See, well, like dead, like seriously. Right. Like, the I mean, I don't know. It's like nothing. Like I mean, it's I don't know. It's kind of something against them. I mean, you can't really let talent like that flow out. But I'm talking right as they're out. Boom! Fucking AEW picks them up. Or, no, not really Impact. Impact gets, like, some people. But, like, it's really just AEW picking up all the people who's getting released. And, honestly, I think they're going to end up running out of money. For real. Because they really aren't. They still aren't as big as WWE. Still. Like, they're they're getting there, but, like, they really, AEW is just known by, like, the actual wrestling fans. You know, when WWE pushes out to like, like more people, right? Uh, mainly because WWE gets bigger networks and and they get more global uh, advertising. Yeah, but like I noticed, um, <laughs> did did you ever see when uh, Moxley left WWE? Yeah, well, Dean Ambrose left WWE and he went to uh, AEW. The interview he did on Inside the Ropes about his departure from wwe uh no i don't i've never seen that before actually well he said in that interview one of the lines he said was did you he was begging them not to make him do something stupid you know do a do a nice storyline not some not some stupid storyline that makes him look like a jerk they couldn't do it they made him walk away from all that money it's not like he didn't want the money that was on the contract. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I have so seen that. that. Tell you, that's just WWE just doesn't – they don't – the wrestlers just don't want to work for them anymore because they give more money than AEW, yet half their wrestlers are in AEW now. And then I also noticed um, – AEW work or helps their superstars and allows them to work with Impact and other promotions. They don't just hold them to one promotion. Yeah. 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 uh, Christian Cage was the NX or no Impact champion at one point. I think he still is, is he not? I think he might be. Hold on. I I I don't know. I haven't really been paying attention to any of that stuff. I don't really pay attention to Impact, honestly. Um, I just hadn't thought, you know, looked into it or anything. Yeah, he's still the current. He's currently signed to AEW, and he is performing for Impact Wrestling, where he is the Impact World Champion. But that's yeah. something else AEW does that WWE won't do: is allow their superstars to work for other companies and do other things outside of. WWE. Like, there's only been a few that have been able to go off and do something in Hollywood and still have an opportunity to do something in WWE. John Cena, The Rock, Batista, The Mirrors, that's about it. Oh my god, I'm getting a million 
Sorry, I'm getting like a million notifications. My phone was just going off like crazy. <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. You're good. I uh, it's been a no, it's been gotta, a crazy couple of days, man. No, I got a text this morning from one of my friends who said, "Dude, look at Twitter." I said, "Why?" He said, "WWE has screwed up again." I said, "No, they haven't." And I looked at Twitter and I'm like, "You got to be kidding me!" <laughs> I was really thinking he's lying to me. Like he. He's just telling me that to irritate me this morning. No, he was not lying. They've done it again. <laughs> I mean, what what are they going to do? Like, they're going to end up really – because Kevin Owens is also – people believe he's having his final swan song in the company before he leaves for AEW, so. Yeah, honestly, I think Kevin Owens is going to leave. Really, they are not. They're just not doing anything for him. There's on, and honestly, there's just really nowhere you can put him. But I think he should go for like a mid card title. I forgot which titles on which show, but he's got to go for the U.S. or the Intercontinental title. I think that's yeah. like a good place for him because I cannot see him in the main title picture right now. Um, let me see if I can look up. All right, his contract. His contract expires in January. January. Kevin does. So, he's so got he'll like probably write a contract. But it does say, okay, hold on. It does say that WWE Superstar has signed, Kevin Owens has signed a five year contract to remain with the promotion. Hopefully, I do not see why I would not finish my career with WWE. They've given me and my family everything, is a statement he put out. When did he put that out, though? Because that could have been five years ago. Honestly, no, no. I think that that kind of actually sparks like a little memory. I think that is kind of recent, um, because I remember seeing that not too like not too long ago, like that he re re signed a contract. But honestly, yo, it just kind of signed looks, it in March. I think, yeah. So honestly, yo, I I think he's just kind of, I think he's in a good place right now. Honestly. Uh, so take it. I take it back. I don't think he's gonna. He's gonna. I think he's just gonna ride it out. But that. Cause... But that five year deal doesn't go into effect until January, um, according to the report from Fightful Select. So. Well, I don't think he's gonna leave because I mean I don't know. I guess from from I just from the statement, it just looks like he's kind of content. You know his his mind ain't really about him getting all the opportunities and shit. It's just about his family. So you know what I can understand that. Well, so you know that uh, sounds like he's going to write it up. Yeah, people were people were tweeting to Dolph Ziggler to leave the company because of the way they've kind of knocked Dolph Ziggler off the cards and stuff. Yeah, to leave and go to AEW, and Dolph Ziggler's reply was, "I'm not leaving. I've stuck with them this long. I'm going to write it out." So honestly, you know, loyalty—that's the best part. Loyalty is that's good. Because honestly, I couldn't see Dolph Ziggler going anywhere else. Seth Rollins called they called AEW the minor leagues. Because somebody told him to fight Kenny Omega, and he said, "I'm not going to fight a minor leaguer." So, so there, so there. I mean, there's some of them that are like, "Yeah, we're not going. It's not going to happen." Charlotte, people believe she'll end up going because of obviously her husband's in AEW, and, and now her dad. Yeah, yeah. The and honestly, honestly, yo, she should go because uh, honestly, she's kind of just fallen off in WWE. Really, like well, people aren't really liking her anymore, even as a heel. You know, 
Like, like you know, you're supposed to hate heels or whatever, but it's like they just don't like her in general. So it's just like I don't know. That's just not good. Just get her out. Right. Well, uh, there there was a good point somebody made. They said, um, he's Charlotte's supposed to be a heel, yet all of her moves are what a babyface would do. Like her so her move set, her ring her in ring set is all what babyface stuff does. The, the hot crap. Just you look at, right, you look at Roman, Roman's a heel, and he's developed heel moves. You know, the ground and pound, the uh, submission stuff. He's developed all that in his in, in his arsenal. So it works. But Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. So I think kind of swaying away from the WWE. I mean, on a, is there's any more news about WWE that I can you can think of. That's I pretty- mean, other than those uh, leaked emails, um, which I've pulled. Let's see here, leaked WWE email. An hour ago, there were some emails leaked where the company sent them to the superstars. Somehow they got so WWE yesterday released a total of eighteen talents. Both the main roster and NXT are subject to firing. As it turned out, the measures were officially signed by WWE Talent Relations Director John Laurinaitis. Of course he had his fingerprints all over it. God, I thought he wasn't working for them anymore. No, John Laurinaitis, no, he's still with them. Dude, I can't stand. I couldn't stand when he was the GM of Raw. I couldn't stand him. Yeah. Fightful Select is reported to have received the contents of emails sent out Internally within the WWE, there were two emails, one for the main roster releases and one for NXT releases, given internal memos that the cuts have been made because of budget cuts. Lauren Addis is specifically indicated in notes that the main roster email that includes Mia Yim, Keith Lee, Eva Marie, Nia Jax, Graham Adelik, and Lindsay Dorado has been read as cold business-like. But didn't they say in this quarter that they made like two point for like two hundred and fifty million dollars? I think they're saving money. They're gonna buy AEW. Oh yeah, that'd be smart. Because they didn't they didn't they buy ECW? They bought ECW, they bought and they bought WCW. Well my thing AEW AEW is the current WCW. Yeah, people are saying AEW versus WWE. CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Tony Khan take wrestling war to Vince McMahon. And WWE's going to win. Because everything that's happening right now happened however many years ago that was. Oh, everyone, that's right. Everyone, everyone was saying WCW's better. WCW's getting all the good people that WWE had. But... Just I if, forgot that. But there were massive drops. It's gonna, but it's gonna change. We WWE is gonna get some good people, and everything's gonna change. Whenever I, and then and then just like WCW did, they're gonna run out of money. AEW's gonna run out of money, and they're gonna run out of all their good people. And boom, I, it's just his because history has been proven to repeat itself. It's about to repeat itself. Mark my words. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't happen, I'm a, I'm stop. I'm gonna stop watching wrestling. Wait, what? 
Dude, honestly, I now I remember that, yeah, because when ECW and WCW were competition to WWE, they fired a lot of people, saved a lot of money, and ended up buying both companies. I remember that now. <laughs> Which just proves that Vince McMahon is still a freaking genius. Not, not we get, well, It has to happen first. Everyone's saying Vince well, is dumb right now, but I think there's something bigger going on. Well, when have you known that Vince McMahon wasn't maniacal and didn't want everybody to know that he was the greatest? <laughs> Vince yeah. McMahon is probably one of the most maniacal people in the world, but he's also one of the most savvy businessmen. He's smart. He's smart, and he's, pe- people don't give him enough credit. He has lasted this long. I mean, that takes a lot to be able to sustain something like this as long as he has and be able to keep it going as long as he has and be able to keep people entertained, that takes a lot. And, and he's also got the family ties because Stephanie and Triple H are handling NXT. So, I mean, <laughs> I completely forgot that that's how the ECW-WCW stuff happened. <laughs> you make a good point. You make a great H- point. Man. History repeats itself. Mark my All words. Right, well, let, let's get into something else here. Let's get away from the wrestling stuff before we say something that if we're caught saying we're going to get in trouble for. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's go here because I want to talk about this. Last night, the album dropped on all platforms. The motherfucking pentotate. Put all the way through from start to finish. I want to break down some of the songs with you. First of all, uh, song on the track, we made it. How did that go about uh, the conversation with the guy you collaborated with, and what what deeper meaning does that song have for you? All right, so we're just going down the whole track list, right? Pretty much. Okay, we made it. So I I made this song. Let me look at the day. I made I finalized the song a couple months after I graduated. The song was originally meant to be a single out, right? Uh, originally, I didn't even have the guy on there. I just came up with like the chorus and stuff like in my head. Like, oh, like, you know, we finally made it. Basically, the song, the meaning, it's honestly just about me graduating. Because um, I took a picture that uh, I wish I could show if we were like on like a video podcast. But I took a picture with uh, Micah. Micah Fishbach and uh, I believe Logan. Let me look real quick. Yeah, I got it up right. Here. Yeah, me, Logan, and Micah. I made a. I took a picture and posted it on like on like one of my stories a while back, and it said we made it, and it was you know us at graduation or whatever. And honestly, that's how I got the thing for the song, and and I was you know looking because i got i'm friends with i'm friends with a lot of producers like you know on like youtube and stuff and there's this one guy uh he made this beat and it and like the beat for we made it is honestly uh, that might that's like one of my favorite songs off the album because i absolutely love the beat and you know i hit him up for it and yeah i've just it just made it and the guy uh kane yeah i found him and I just was like, hey, man, like, how much for a feature? And was, uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say prices or nothing. But, you know, we hit him up for a feature, man. He sent me a verse. And honestly, yo, I 
one of my favorite songs I've ever made. Uh, so yeah, that's really the deeper meaning. It's really just about me graduating, insinuating like, oh, we finally made it. We've been in school since what for twelve, like oh, what twelve years? Pretty much like, forever. <laughs> literally, a damn near our whole lives we've just been in school, and like we finally. I mean, I'm still in college, obviously, but like that's out of like primary school. Like we finally made it. So yeah, that's the deeper. That's the whole, oh shit! I just hit my mic. That's the meaning behind the song. All right. Well, let's go to the next one. Catch a vibe. Uh, the guy you collaborated with there, uh, with it on that was uh, named JC, correct? Yeah, JC. Uh, he's changing his name to Clark though. Um, so okay. story story behind me and him. Um, let's see. Really. Uh, so I used to work with him at Dairy Queen. I used to work with him. He was one of the cooks. I was when I was a cashier. And I remember one day, both of us, we just somehow we just got a break. Like we, because we were like talking just a little bit. He was one of the first people who talked to me when I had first started. So we were talking like a little bit. He was cool and all that. And we somehow like we just went on break at the same time. And we were sitting outside, like on our on our little patio out there, just eating. We were showing each other some music and stuff that we made. And it's like, oh yeah, you know, like, and like I didn't know that she's like, yeah, because I was talking about. It. He's like, yeah, I make music too. I'm like, no way, like I make music, like whatever. That's like that's really how we got together. We met. Then we made a song on my last album, uh, called "M in the Bank," and which is a banger. And um, then on this album, we made "Catch a Vibe." So, um, but yeah, if we're going if we're going analysis into the song, um, I had this melody in my head, or where it went with a BSA. And I was like, and I imagine I envisioned him on like that because I can see him like singing it. So hit him up for it. And we worked on this song for five hours and mixing and mastering like the whole thing, like recording it, all that. And we did it in one session. And it was, I don't know, it was just good. And his part, you know, he was just rapping and stuff. My part, um, I was. I was rapping about I just this girl I like, you know I like, you know yeah man I just there's just like this this girl I thought was cute I like her or whatever so that my my verse was kind of like we gonna like girl you know you is mine like we gonna we gonna party all the time we gonna work out all the time like all that really my whole thing was just kind of about her and honestly yo I had probably one of the best flows in the song. I was like, you know, I'm fire. Let's go. Come with me, girl. You know, we're not tripping. I cop the easy yet. It's out of season. Don't get to work because there's no time for, you know. Like, yeah. So, honestly, that might probably be my favorite song I've ever made. It was definitely my, my most well produced, mixed and mastered song for sure. We spent so much time on it. So, yeah, that's that's a banger. And it's pro- honestly, yo, it's probably my best song off the album for real. That's what everyone's saying. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. That song, because when I when I when I pulled up Spotify and I started listening to your album, I'm thinking, okay, this is gonna be kind of like his old stuff, you know. It's gonna be, you can tell it's been produced by him. It is not gonna sound like a professionally produced tape. And my God, was I wrong? <laughs> I yeah, was like, man. dang, he done he done outscored me. <laughs> yeah, man. I I I'm told. 
I then said this so many times on my story. I'm like, I'm gonna blow, like, I'm gonna blow y'all's mind. Like, y'all are not, y'all are not expecting what's gonna be on this tape, and they didn't expect it. I honestly, I couldn't have imagined a better first day rollout because it is still like the first day, and it is just about to be at a hundred streams on day one, which yeah, is yeah, this is it, uh, it don't sound big, but like. It's huge for me because I've never had that much streams day one. Like that's yeah, crazy. This is this is still officially release date. Technically, I mean we're technically this is your official release date. Yeah, today's uh, still still day one release. The first and, and the first Spotify playlist pop up, so maybe I know when they all update. Uh, so maybe you maybe you'll have some songs on a playlist or something. Yeah, I know. And um, this is you know this is still day one, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I actually looked the first hour. I got sixty plays, which is cr- which was absolutely crazy to me. One hour in, sixty plays, and I was just like, because on like the little Spotify artist thing, you can see how many people are listening. Honestly, right. bro, like I was, ha- I was so happy because I did not expect it to be this good of a rollout, but it was. And honestly, it's only gonna get better. I just. I can't wait to see what my first week like streams are like, ah, man, I hope this, you know, people are really liking the album. I've had, I've had, you know, a surprising amount of people reach out to me. People I haven't talked to in a while be like, yo, like I listened to your album. Like you did a good fucking job. And I'm just like, like, you know, like it means the world to me. Like I haven't had this much support in so long. So if really, just feels good and makes me feel you know because i told myself like you know if i just if this album just flopped like it just didn't do good like not many people really liked it i was probably just gonna quit music but it's going better than i expected and honestly you know like i couldn't ask for any better so i thank you if you if you're listening to this you've been supporting me yo like thank you because i literally wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for the the few people who have supported me from the start and people are supporting me now. So genuinely like it's surreal to me and you might not think, listen to this, like, Oh, like a hundred streams on your album. Like that's not, not that much compared to like, you know, these other people, but it is for me because I've never had something like that before. So honestly, and I hope it just gets better for real. Well, you also, you have to think about it. Like, a lot of these other people that are going to say, oh, 100 streams isn't that good. Well, most of the people that have over 100 streams on the first day are like professionals that um, have people putting it out on their own stories and promoting it for them. They're not even doing half of the promoting. Yet you are. You're doing everything yourself. You're producing it. You're writing it. You're working on it yourself. And then you're putting it out. Uh, the world which can be scary like you said because you 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 said that had it not gotten a great reaction you probably would have quit music but that can be a scary thought when you release a song or you release a an album or something it can be scary when you do it because you don't know how the how your fans are going to react to it and how people are going to you know view it so yeah yeah you're absolutely you're absolutely right you know i was nervous and and this is some exclusive information but i had a private listening party yesterday right so i'm not gonna drop any names or anything but i invited seven people right 
Right. Two came. Only two? Mm-hmm. And the I'm wow. telling I'm talking, these are my closest friends. And on like yesterday, like everyone just bailed out. So I was you know, I was pretty upset yesterday. So genuinely seeing everyone coming out to me and like su- like reaching out to me and supporting me, saying, Oh, like I really like the album and all that, it really, you know, hit different because I was just like, damn, like no one like showed up, you know, and I've had this plan for two weeks, right? So you know, ever since I sent the album to stores, I was planning, I was inviting my close people to come over. We were going to have a listening party. But shout out to the two people who came because y'all are real ones. You know, and then, you know, it kind of sucks. But, you know, it really showed, it really shows you and it actually spoke to me. It's like I, I uh, posted, uh, I actually made a, what is it? Uh, some kind of story, whatever, on like some of my other accounts where it's like only surround yourself with people who are willing to put in the same energy into you as you would put into them. You know, you got to. Well, now we got to stop doing doing too much for people who wouldn't give it back to you. And that, you know, I've, that's really been in my head for the like the last day after all that. So, you know, I'm starting going to definitely surround myself with good people now because I don't have time to waste anymore. Now it's like we on the go train, you know? Absolutely, 100%. Um, let's get into the fourth track on the song, which yeah. is really the third track, uh, Cash Tree, with cash. you and Low Voltage. Motherfucking Cash Tree. Well, obviously, where, we know the where, where were you when you came up for the inspiration for that song? And uh, what's the story behind it? And how did you and Little Voltage get to work on that one together? Okay. Story behind me and Lil Voltage, I've never said this before. I brought him into the rap game. I'm the reason he started rapping. You know, uh, I was already rapping at this time. This was, let's see, I brought him on. So my first EP I released in 2019, right? I took a year-long break because I just kind of quit music, right? It just wasn't like a thing to me anymore. But he was saying, talking about like our music and stuff. So I the the song that I came back to. Oh, I got burnt. It's all good. Uh, yeah. So the song that I came back to, it's called "Flood on My Wrist." I don't know, not I don't think I don't know if too many people know it for real. But it's my comeback song to like coming back to rap. I did it with Lil Trojan and Lil Voltage, and I brought him on to you know like the rap scene or whatever. And so obviously my first album, Clout Failure. So hold on the cash the cash tree, we have this is a trilogy of songs that me and Lil Voltage have done for my last three albums, Clout Failure. We had Cash featuring Lil Voltage, right? Right. All right. Lil Pinto beating against the world. Cash two, which was T O O, right? So it's like Cash right. one, Cash two, right? Right. And then Cash Tree, Cash three. Ah, you get it. That's so it's kind of like yeah. the trilogy. It's kind of like the trilogy, right? I didn't even catch that honestly when I when I when I saw the name of it. I didn't even think about the fact that that could just be like a like a trilogy to the first two. I didn't even think about it. Uh, yeah, so the, the cash that's like the end of like the cash trilogy, you know. So it's like cash, cash, cash two, cash tree, 
and you know and a low voltage man you know he's like he went he moved away to college i mean his college is too too far away it's like in montevallo you know so it's not that's not too too far away but before he left man we was you know recording and stuff and usually like we take a while on the songs i usually like what is like choreograph most of the songs like i have like this verses set up and like all that shit and like flows but dude this man he got on the mic he only did like a couple of takes man he dropped his best verse he ever made on that song like i'm talking like flow is an absolute like it's great like the verse is fucking great my verse i just be honest man i you know to, to the people i've showed they were like uh oh, you you definitely like Castry wasn't your best song, which I understand. Like I understand, my verse was just kind of, uh. but really, I was just showcasing like this man, little voltage, just like fucking went off, and my verse was just I, you know, like it was pretty good. I didn't really say anything important in that song. It was really, really yo. It's honestly yo. It's it's just about the experience you have while making the song. We had like fun making the song. That's why you know it just kind of sounds like the. We were just having fun, like making it. So you know, I think it's a it's an alright song. Like it's a pretty good song. Uh, Lil Voltage definitely dropped his best verse in that song. It was crazy, and there's no, really no meaning behind it. Um, let's see the the chorus like going, get it, flip it, spend it. I I actually I definitely took that from a Gucci Mane song. I will not lie. Um, I forgot which song it was. But yeah, <laughs> I definitely took the course from a Gucci Mane song, which I'm sorry, but yeah. Hey man, no need to apologize on here. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's in, I it got the inspiration was from a Gucci Mane song. I'll say that. Right, uh, it was inspired from it. Quick question, because like you said, you you know you worked with several different artists on this song or on this album, obviously. Mm-hmm. Is it easier to work with somebody like Lil Voltage because you know him so well and and, and y'all are friends? So really, it's it's just two friends, you know, making a record together, not really two co-writers. Oh, yeah. Do y'all treat it as a professional setting? Oh, where yeah, you know, oh, yeah, have- yeah no. absolutely, absolutely. Whenever you're friends with someone, it makes a whole songwriting process so much easier right like me obviously me and me and kane we didn't get in a studio together he just sent me a verse and then me and mike wise who's a, another artist we'll get to a couple songs later we didn't get in a studio together he just sent me a verse but like like you know like me and me and well me and clark jc whatever you want to call him and like me and little voltage we're really real homies so it's like we're up in there so we can like chop it up and stuff while we're doing the song it's not just purely business it's a business but it's like you can have fun you know you can just talk talk your shit like whatever so it's it's definitely good like if you're just get like i've been you know i've been trying like i try to record a couple songs with people i just really you know aren't too good of friends with and really it's just like the chemistry it's not it's not too heavy there you really got to be like cool with someone to make like a good song and you have good chemistry together yeah yeah i mean you're absolutely right i mean when when you work with somebody that you know so well that makes it a lot easier to go through that process and and uh really be able to tell them hey you're wrong about something as to when you work with somebody that you don't know that well 
maybe there's a little bit of tension there when you tell them they're wrong. But uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and show shout out to like JC and Clark because they have been the most one probably one of the most helpful people uh, throughout my whole like you know career because like even during our song he was like to me he was like hey like fix this like fix that you know like your flow like the way you come in like you gotta stop whenever the beat you know like he he helped help me a lot because he he's for one thing he is way better than i am i'm not even gonna hold it but he is he is better than i am like but i'm learning from him back when we made him in the bank me and him, we weren't as, you know, experienced or knowledgeable. But he was still knowledgeable than I am. He was still giving me pointers and stuff. And from that, we've kind of we've kind of grown together. And, you know, he's grown a lot. We and we made this song. He's like, you know, he even said it while we were making the song. He's like, yeah, back when we made that other song, we weren't, you know, we really didn't know too much what we were doing. Now it's like we've learned this much. We've learned like XML. And you know it makes the song better, so it's like, yeah, man, he's truly big homie, and I always, I, I always love doing shit with him. So he's definitely gonna be on fucking any album I make, period. Unless he just, obviously, unless he just doesn't want to, which I don't see why he wouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> he's definitely my go-to guy for like. And like really just like any advice or anything. And he makes beats too. He's a producer himself. Yeah, I, I totally get that. I mean, the, the comfort level you have to have, that comfort level in order to make something decent. I mean, heck, I've had you on what now, like six episodes of the podcast? Shit, something like that, man. I don't Cause even know. Because there's a comfort level there to where I, I know you're not going to say something stupid or you're not going to do something stupid that's going to mess it up. But uh Let's get to the fifth one on here. Life hit the freestyle. This is the first Ooh. one that was just you on the track. Oh, what life. Kind of Not just a random thing. You just woke up one day and said, hey, I'm going to do something stupid here. <laughs> no, this is actually the most meaningful song. Oh, right. Oh, well. The okay. most meaningful song. Then I apologize for my previous comment. Of, no, you know, no it it's I mean, It was good. I'm just saying if you just woke up one day and said, Hey, I'm gonna do something freestyle for the album, you know. Yeah, that's kind of what. That's kind of actually how it happened. Yeah, I found this oh, wow. beat, man. I really like the beat, like the samp, the sample for the beat. Where it's like, Doo-da-da. I don't know. It really like kind of spoke out to me. Um, yeah, man. This a song. It's about like a couple things, but really, it's just about like my family, really, and like you know, just like life experiences. That's why it's called Life Hits, you know. Like when life hits, shit sucks. Really, the really the song was just about like my family, you know, like family problems. How I don't really see them anymore. Like how I wish, you know, we were still close stuff. I don't know. It's just about. It's really just about family. And then like I mentioned, and like I oh like a couple girls in my life that I liked, you know, uh, at least I thought it did. That shit was a lie. Like that's a line. And then it was like I never been hurt before like this life hits like that's how like the verse ends so and also i did this in one take so that's why it is called a freestyle it was done in one take 
because I was really just like emotional and I was just like, man, like, you know, it's like a vent song. You just kind of pour your emotions out into this song. And there is there is a longer version of the song. I won't lie. But I had but I cut it off because after I said the little like life hits part, it just kind of sucked. So I just cut that and just left it where the stuff's actually kind of good. So honestly, yeah, that's the most meaningful song to me. You know, just like family problems and shit. Just kind of pouring pouring my heart out to the song. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, um, you, you can tell in that song that you're pouring your heart out. And, and sometimes, like you said, one take. Sometimes those are the best. Sometimes it's all you can do when when you're pouring your heart into a song like that. And then sometimes it's just sometimes the first take is really the best take that you can do because it really is better than the way you did it the start. A lot of artists they go back to the first take anyway. When they record multiple takes, they end up going back to the first one anyway. They realize the first one was the best one because that's when they tried their best to make it perfection. Yeah, yeah. So you know that it's a good it's a good song. You know, it's really just like a kind of a heartfelt song. And then at and then in the end, I had the I had the Kanye West sample where he was talking about how he got into this car crash and he said a lot of people don't appreciate their moment until it's passed. You know. So yeah, that kind of that kind of stuck out to me. So I added that at the end of the song. So all around the song is just kind of like a, just like a feel song. But yeah, you know it's all right. I like the song. Actually, I had a guy I was talking to earlier, literally right before I came on here. He he said, "Yeah, man, just got done listening to your album. Life hits is probably my favorite song on there." And I was like, "Oh, you're like the first one that said that. Like, thanks." So. I mean, like I said, as soon like I, I saw that you posted on Instagram that it was up. What was it, eleven o'clock when you posted it was up on all platforms? Mm-hmm. I believe. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I I was under the impression it was going to be uh, mid, uh, midnight. It, but it it was, but where you know where where we are in Alabama, all like the music the the time the music releases here is like eleven instead of twelve. Right. Right. Um, and so as soon as I noticed that you posted, I liked the post and then I went right to my computer, put up Spotify because I didn't want to have to sit and, you know, do a mixtape. I wanted to do it from track one all the way through. Um, and yeah, I can honestly say you, you can tell the growth between your last album or EP, whatever you want to call yes. it. And then this album, um, you, you can tell the growth in your voice and you can tell the growth in your maturity and the way that you're presenting yourself as an artist you can tell there's a lot of growth there and that you really took time into this song and this album and that's why i put on my story that you really took time and you really tried on this one so people need to go listen to it because it is was your best piece of work your best body of work so far yeah i think it i think it truly is there's definitely a gap between my last album and this album you know you can definitely you can definitely tell that there is kind of a maturity gap. There is like a lyrics and a flow gap, but I have gotten better. And don't get me wrong, in some songs I'm still like an ignorant like little clout rapper, you know. Like there's always gonna be that part of me, but it's like we're growing. You know, like well, sometimes cash... you gotta go What were you saying? Sometimes you gotta go back to the past to to fix stuff. And speaking of back to the past, um there was a few songs there where it had the little uh, where where that girl was saying the I love you little pinto yeah. bean. Um, I thought that wasn't gonna be on the album, and then it was, and I was like, hey, all right, you we're know all what? good. 
I've honestly, I, I told myself I was going to put it on the album, but then I realized it's kind of like a staple, man. It's like a staple of Lil Pinto Bean. That's like my, that's my tag, you know? So it's kind of like, fuck it, man. Like, I'm just going to use it, you know, from now on. Might as well. I mean, hey, it works. It really does. Um, you're, the, the next track on here is Pull Up, Pop Out. Pull Up, Pop Out. What is the meaning behind that song, and where did you uh, come up with, with the way that you presented that song on the album? Oh, God. You listened to the song, right? I did. Yeah, it's, the, it's the, definitely the most different song on the album, I'll say that, <laughs> with it being this rage like mosh like whole lot of red intense like type beat you know and because i really wanted to make a rage song right and this was this beat just kind of stood out to me so i actually made i actually made the the chorus a while back i made it months ago as a matter of fact the um paparacho bitch you know we were the game paparacho bitch you know that we get aim like yeah, I made that chorus a long time ago. And this beat, you know, kind of fit the chorus. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, you know, we'll make something. But, you know, you, you had me, like, screaming in, like, the background and stuff. Really, this this one stands out from every other song on the album. Because it is this, like, rage, like, intense. Like, you just don't, you didn't expect it. It's, compared to all the other songs of the album, it's different. But if we're talking about my verse, let's see. It's like, had that bitch all on me, had that bitch all on me. They don't even know me. All right, the verse, the line, bought that bitch some Dior, and she ain't going to text me back. So re- so I bought this girl some Dior perfume, right? And it's this girl that, you know, I kind of, uh, you know, she was all right. You know, like, oh, fuck it. You know, I'm in Nashville. I'll buy you some Dior perfume. Brought it back to her. She liked it. She loved her, whatever. And then we just didn't talk much, you know, after that. So that's kind of where the line came from. Like, bought that bitch some Dior. She ain't gonna text me back. Whatever. And then, like, how you hating on me? You ain't even got my back. And then, and then the last line, uh, I will never do drugs because that'll put me in last. That you know, I will never. I won't ever do drugs. Yeah. Because yeah. I believe. Because I believe that's kind of you're putting yourself back. And I, obviously, like I said, like I never do drugs. That'll put me in last. Like I'm trying to stay ahead. So uh, yeah, I'm not gonna do none of that. Yeah, I mean, um, like like I said, that, that well, that 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 song, <laughs> you can definitely tell there is a uh, darker meaning of that song, and uh, you can definitely tell that there is that that song was more of a more of a rant type of song. It was just, it was just, I just, that was actually the last song I made for the album, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So, so it's uh, the most recent song. Yeah. Okay. The so number seven, which is Prove You Wrong. I don't, I don't want to say the features, so I'm going to let you say the guys that are featured on there because I know I'm going to botch their names. So, why? All right. I know it says featuring YNL Glock and Mike Wise. Correct. But YNL Glock is the producer of the song so that's why that's why you only heard one guy as a feature he's a but he but you know i found one of his beats man i hit him up on instagram like yo i really fuck with this beat like i'm trying to use it for my album and this and yo shout out to him because he's just like yeah man just fuck like use it 
like you don't got to pay me or nothing and i was just oh, like wow. you know i felt so, i felt like so like happy because i really like this beat because you got this trap you got this trap beat and then the second half of the song it turns into this drill beat so it's like you know it's fucking cool as hell and i'm just like man like i gotta add this beat and he's just straight up like yo like you can just have it just fucking like you, you no payment required Yo, and I pray praised him for that, man. So I, so it's like you know, I, I put him as I put him as a feature, man, because it's like you know, fuck, like he gave like he gave me this beat, yo. Like I'm gonna show him. Like even if you look on like the track list that I posted, like it says like featuring Mike Wise produced by YNL Glock, because it's like, like yo, like he did this for me, so I'm gonna make sure like people know like he did this song. Like, you know, like, you know, I felt, you know, I felt like really happy, you know, and I was just like, yeah, fucking like he did, like he did this to me, like he did this for me. So I'm gonna do this for him. I'm gonna make sure that people know like, oh, like he promoted the song and I tag him in every post that like I post like the track list or whatever on. So, you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's the Mike Wise, yo, I found him, man. Yeah, found him, hit him up, got a got a verse from him, just kind of like the first guy, you know. And he went off. Let me tell you, man, he went off in the song. He was he going did. stupid. But yeah, and then if we're going to get into my little verse of the song, it's like, "Bitch, I'm gonna prove you wrong. Never do that shit again. I'm gonna pull up with your girl. You know that we're not just friends." Um, I wasn't capping in my rap. I definitely was hanging out with a girl and making this dude scared. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't even be saying this. But uh, no, no, just, listen, just listen to the... It, I'm just saying, if you listen to the song, everything I've said I said in the song is true. You know? Like, you want to... You know, like, like dudes, dudes want to fuck with me? Like, it's all right. Really, that, really, that song was just kind of like a call-out song. Really, like, I was just, like, dissing. I wasn't dropping names, obviously, but I was just dissing. Well, yeah, had you dropped names, uh, there might have been some people come out of the woodworks wanting to know who do you think you are. Who do you think? And, and you know, I tell myself I'm me, um, I, but I'm I don't I, you know, I really I really don't like con- like you know controversy and conflict, but you know, but I'll I'll still call you out on a song. Just I ain't gonna name drop you. And, and if you think and it's like if you think the song applies to you, then it probably fucking does. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely leave, uh, leave a mystery open. Do what? Leave, leave the window open, a mystery open there in the song. In every song, of, man, is he talking about me in that song? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I should post that. I should like t- tweet that or like post it on my story one day. Like, if you if you think I'm calling you out in a song, it's probably because I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, a, honestly that's one of my favorite songs too. Like, I had a, I had like a good flow in that. I, like if my verse started like, like damn you know that that shit hurt like i'm gonna put you in the dirt i'm gonna put you in the shirt like i would never put someone on a shirt if you know what that means uh because i'm not gonna say what it really means i would never i would never do that but like it's just kind of like that in private yeah <laughs> it's just, it's just kind of one of those things that's like uh yeah you know, oh it's just rhymes like and then it, oh yeah and then i said like fuck with me is a sin and you know that i don't forgive I fuck your bitch while counting my money. Yeah, you know that she like my Tims. Bars. Fucking bars. Like you like 
that's kind of like symbolizing that. Like, oh, you tried to like it's a, it's the song's definitely about you know I'm definitely calling people out. I'm not just rapping just to rap. Let's see. Oh, and, and then I said I I had some good lines in the song, man. I'm not even gonna lie. Beauty fades, but a bitch don't. Bitch face with a bad tone. That's that's a good line. <laughs> and then yo, bitch, kind of bad, but she's always on that damn phone. Pulling up to the function, smells like them bad hoes. She would get on her knees, but you know she got them bad bones. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fire. That was my verse. So honestly, it was, the song was just kind of like, call out. Call out, and it's like, I'll prove you wrong, you know? Like, that's what it is. Like, oh, I'll, pr- like, I'll prove you wrong. You, you think this of me? I'll prove you wrong. So, yeah. All right, so the next track on here is uh, I Liked Her. Oh, uh, it's just you. So, what was the story behind this one? How'd you come up with it? And uh, is there another song on the album that kind of tells a story about that kind of follows that song? Okay, I liked her. This is my favorite produced song on the album. The beat is this melodic trap beat. Man, the the intro to it is so trippy. Uh, like it puts you in another world, man. I made the song at five in the morning one day, like so. I was kind of in my feels, and it's called "I Liked Her" because, well, it's about girls I used to like. <laughs> so let's see. It's like, yeah, you know, I like that bitch. Yeah, you know, I like that bitch. Yeah, you know, I like that bitch. What, what, what? Yeah, you know, I like that bitch. Yeah, you know, I like that bitch. Um, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, you know I like the girl, but she fucks with all the dudes, and she does it in the butt. I don't fuck with the bitches. I don't fuck with them sluts. Yeah, that's just that speaks for itself. Iconic uh, line. Yeah, Icon- she- <laughs> Iconic. Yeah, yeah, she got some pretty eyes. Yeah, she got a pretty butt, but she fucking with buddy. Now I don't know where to run. That was definitely about a girl I used to like. Got a girl who used to take me to school. She was chill, but now we don't cool. But now we're not cool. I don't even get to see her at school. Man, fuck all these bitches. They not cool. And that was my verse. The girl used to take me to school. Was one of, uh, used to be one of my best friends, actually. Not even on some like, oh, like I like I, like I wanted to date this girl. It was like, nah, she was like she was like my sister. You know, we were like close. It wasn't even it wasn't even like I, I liked her thing. It was like a it was like a, she's like my best friend. She's like, you know, I can always go to her. Like we were tight. Like it was like she was my sister, you know. It was one of those things. So yeah, and we just you know we went our separate ways, and it kind of sucked. So yeah, that's really, really what it is what it is. And then yeah, then the chorus again. So yeah, it really is just that song is just about girls, two to be specific. Girls, man. <laughs> we will never understand what is in their mind. Never, bro. Alright, so the last track on the album, and, and I remember you posted on your Instagram story. Yeah, I know I misspelled it, but don't <laughs> uh, I don't don't mention it. Uh, no sleep, <laughs> no, no sleep, no peace. Um, no sleep, no peace. God well, damn it. Sleep. I'm gonna say no sleep, no peace, because I believe that's what you meant to put. Um, I'm pissed off. Because that song is misspelled. I don't know. There's like three verification things you had to get through to put this shit like on all platforms. I do not know how I did not catch that. 
Oh, but I'm so no. upset. I'm so hey, upset. Just say it autocorrected it after you posted. There you go. <laughs> if it autocorrected, then it would be it would say sleep. Oh, that is, that is true. Okay, but no. <laughs> it's been a long night, bro. I stayed up listening to your album. I listened to it two or three times through it just to get a good... A good, you know, get a good ear on it, but man. Yeah, man, it was a long night for me too, man. I went to bed at four this morning. And then I got I up just... with a bunch of text about the WWE screwing stuff up again. So yeah. it's been a long day, bro. It's been a long day. It's been, it's been, a, it's been an eventful, it's been a long day. Uh, soon I'm actually going to hang out with uh, one of my friends. One of two people who came over last night. <laughs> so thank you. But yeah, so no sleep, no peace, man. I also made this song one day at four in the morning. And uh, honestly, I was just heavy in my feels. I was heavy in my feels and like, fuck, man. Like, I was just like, you know, it's really just like a, it's just like, a, you know, it's just like, like sad. It's just like, just kind of like a vibe. It's just, uh, you know, I don't say much. I don't say much during the whole song. Really, the beat just carries. It's a good, like, outro song. Like, it's a good way to outro the album. So, really, it's just, and it does have, like, a huge, like, deep meaning, you know, about, like, some, like, my biggest, like, struggles, but you just kind of condense it and, like, not saying much, you know, I, like, let's see, like, the lyrics are, like, like, I've been dealing with shit, just, I've been dealing with shit, no sleep, no peace, no sleep, no peace, you're just kind of, I'm just kind of putting my thoughts and just to just short, simple words, you know, just, I've just been dealing with shit, you know, no sleep, no peace, you know yeah yeah and um, then yeah. yeah all right so you, you you make fun of me you can call me crazy so on the first track there is a 50 second little intro into the album the life of little pinto bean who narrated that and um just some just a guy just a guy i know i i, I liked it because i'm like it you know it kind of told the story from from when you started in what 2018, I believe. 2018, baby. And then you know all the stuff you've put out since, and you can then you can you can tell the growth in the album, from one album to the next. You grow every time that you put a piece of work out. Now I think that's because I keep saying piece of work. It's really a body of work, but I think that's because. And correct me if I'm wrong, because you take the time to really think about it and and be maniacal and figure it out before you put it out. You don't just write something and put it out for the world. You wait and you're patient with it until you feel that it's perfect for you to put out. Yes. There is a okay. process. There's, there's a thought. There's the mind behind the madness. I, it's not, I don't just write shit and put it out. I mean, some songs it's just like I do just like experimenting. Right. But I have, I have a bunch of songs that's unreleased actually some songs well, i will never release until i die because i've you know i put heavy work in some of these songs man and it's just kind of like oh like i don't know man but like let's see like there's this one song it's called stephanie i will probably never put that out because it's kind of bad and then there's another one that's called like psycho girl where it's like damn like this shit is like tough but i will never put the never put out those songs uh, I, but i don't think i ever will unless i remake them right all right well 
is there a because obviously I'm sure you wrote a lot of songs for this album and then it ended up just being eight songs and a, and a nine track thing. Oh yeah. Um, is there any of the songs that you might have wrote for this album that didn't make the Pinto tape that make your next body of work that go back to if you need something to put out? Honestly, I don't think so. There's really not because if I just if I didn't fuck with it now, I'm probably not gonna fuck with it later. Right, right, right. Because, let's see, there's the only song that is past my time, like, you know, that's past the test of my time, is I Didn't Know She Was Gay. I made that song in 2019, but it didn't come out until this year with Lil Pinto being against the world. Right, So, it's like, and, you know, like, there's always been this idea for this song, right? And I always knew I was going to have Lil Trojan on the song. It was originally going to be Lil Fanny on the song, but we changed it to Lil Voltage, and then he didn't do the song, so I had to fill in. But the song's fucking... It's became one of my most iconic songs right now, which is kind of kind of, kind of crazy. Well, I, I think that that song, and, and I apologize if I'm making a social uh, issue here, but I feel like that song kind of fits with the way the world is now i mean that that song will forever be a song that's gonna always fit kind of like um uh i'm sure you know it, uh sean mendez the song that he put out um what oh, crap well, i know the name of the song i know the name of the song um about anxiety that's yeah. always gonna be one that's relative in the world and i, and I think your song will also be one that's relative to the world because everybody's going to deal with certain things the rest of their lives that songs connect to them. Yeah. And honestly, like, the meaning behind that song is literally just in the title. Like, I like this girl. Turns out she was gay. And I was just like, damn. Like, damn, man. Like, you know, like, it is what it is. But it's like, I didn't know she was gay. Yeah, I like that girl, but she's she's gay. Whatever. That is a that's one that's in the story of my love life from a long time. Like pretty much every girl that I've ever like liked ends up telling me that they're gay, and I'm like, how can you all be gay? Yeah, honestly, I feel like as time as you know time continues, more people can relate to that song. Yeah, yeah and it's not um, and it's not even it's not even a bad thing, yo. Like I like I support the LGBT community, but you know, like. Ah, I like this girl, man, but she was gay. You know, it's not. I don't. I don't think that's not an offensive song. It's, it's really like, not. Man. It's 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 not an it's not an offensive song at all. It's just like ah, oh, like I like this girl, but she was gay. Like I'm not bashing her. It's like I'm not bashing her for being gay, but it's like ah, oh, like damn, like I really like this girl. You well, know, I mean, it, it, yeah. Like you said, it's not an offensive song because I think in the song you're kind of pointing out. Yeah, I liked you, but yeah, well, you're gay. That's cool. No problem. Yeah, it's like, ah, uh, like, ah, like, uh, you know, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Like, I really liked you. I didn't know you were gay. Like, that's literally what the song is. Right. <laughs> now, I yeah. got to ask you this before I let you go. And since we're hitting an hour, I believe we don't want to do what we did last time where we're like an hour and 30 minutes in and still talking. So let's, um, I'm going to ask you this. Um, Is there going to be. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. Hold on one second. 
sorry, I got I got fucking interrupted. I'm sorry. It's all Keep good. Going. It's all good. So my question was, is there gonna be a tour, virtual tour or a, an actual tour? Is there gonna be that? Because now you've put out um I'm I'm looking at it right now. I believe you put out what three or four albums. Um so I would assume there'd be something come up eventually. You know? This actually is very relevant. Uh Micah, earlier today, he hit me up. He's like, yo, like I, like I listen to albums, listen to songs. Like, like we're going to, like, I want you to open for one of my parties. Open, like, a performance. So, I might, there's a possibility I might have my first performance soon. You well, know? Um... and, you know, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool and stuff. Uh, virtual tour. I've never thought about that. Well, I mean, it's a possibility now. I think you can. Uh, I I don't know how you go about the process, but I'm sure you can look it up and you can figure out how to go about that process and uh, you know, be able to sell tickets. I know during the pandemic, a lot of people did that. Artists did that. They they did a virtual tour. Um, so maybe maybe that's something you could do. That's still a possibility. I mean, who knows what's possible now in the world. <laughs> With technology, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Just fuck, man. It's it is, you know, it's cool. It's cool. Um, if I do end up performing, you know, that'll be that'll be all right. But so you know, it is what it is. But yeah, man, I would love to perform one day. Well, you, uh, I mean, you did. Uh, you put on your Instagram story. What was it? A week ago? Week or two ago? I wish I could really. I really wish I could perform right now, or I really mm. want to play a show, something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I really wish you know, I really wish I could. I have a lot of well, I love I have a lot of visions that I want to do, but I just, you know, just don't have the money or time to do it. But hopefully one day. Well, you know, Carter, you are only what how old are you now? Like eighteen? Eighteen, nineteen? Yup, eighteen. Alright, you I mean, dude, you're you're only eighteen. You're already putting out bodies of work yearly. Um, yeah, and consistently yeah, getting better every time you do it. I believe, and this is not a, uh, this is a, this will be a professional talking to another professional artist. I believe in the way that I listen to music and the way that I consume it, your albums are really relatable. And eventually somebody, a producer or someone or connections, um, somebody will, come to you and you'll end up getting to do tours and play shows and hopefully i will get to buy tickets to one of your shows and come and watch you and watch you kill it man because i'm excited what the future holds for you i don't know how long you plan on doing music uh, if it's gonna be the rest of your life or just for a couple more years but uh however long that is i can't wait to hear new music and new stuff that you put out yeah however long however long he god wants me to go that's that's how that's how long I'll be doing music. Because you are you are right now you are absolutely killing it. I mean, you're I mean you're already like you said, a hundred plays, which to somebody already big and famous wouldn't really be nothing. It'd be like, oh, first day I only had a hundred plays. Well, people must open their on their phones, but a hundred plays for you is like massive. That's that's huge, and I could not be more proud as a friend to, to see you succeeding and as another artist to see you succeeding and to see your success and your growth 
as you continue uh, to do music and continue to develop as an artist and as a person. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I really appreciate all the, all the support that, especially all the support you've given me over this, over the course of this whole like journey. You know, we've been, we talk in the DMS fucking all the time, you know, daily, you're, you're all damn. Yeah. Damn near daily. You you know, so you've been like one of the biggest supporters. So it's like, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. I really, really do appreciate it. You know, I'm always get you on the show. I'm always trying to, uh, to, to let people know that, Hey man, you're out there and, and, and you're worth listening to. It's not just a friend, you know, to me, I feel like it's not just, Oh, he's my friend. So I'm going to help him out. It's I've listened to your stuff. So I know, how good you are and i want people to be able to hear that as well and to be able to reciprocate what i have which is a re- like i'm a real fan of yours not just as a friend but i'm a real fan of your music and, and the way that you're doing uh this whole entire journey yeah yeah man yeah and i'll, and I'll always you know every time anytime you need want me to come on the show i'm always gonna be here you know like i said earlier in the show i only want to surround myself with people who you know they put in the same energy to me as i put into put in them you put in all the support for me so i'll i give it back you know that's kind of how that's kind of how it works it's really just the golden rule treat others how you'd want to be treated that's kind of kind of where i'm at right now so like yeah man i saw you like like i immediately saw you got that new channel up boom immediately posted on my story like go check out like boom anytime there's something always i'm always trying to trying to get you out there i'm trying to show show the people show what's up you know when you're on when you're on live if i'm if i'm not busy you know i'm always get on that live absolutely man and i I appreciate every bit of that support because you being on the show and, and your support towards me helps me make it um make my show better and uh make the way I do things a little bit better as well. And it makes it a lot easier because like you said, you know, we've been friends for a long time. We know each other pretty well. So uh, yeah. it's not like, it's not like I'm interviewing a complete stranger. I'm interviewing one of my friends. So it's a lot easier and it's really less of a professional setting and more of a, like a phone conversation that's just going to be posted on, you know, streaming, you know, podcast platform. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's what's up, and um, shoot, I really, yeah, man, I really can't, I really can't wait. Like this kind of, this is gonna be a good, good like good life we got going on. So when do we get the next album? <laughs> I know you just released this one, but I gotta know: is there gonna be another one? And when does it come? And when should we expect to plan? The Pinto Tape Deluxe coming soon. Oh, the deluxe! Now, is this gonna be where you this add is, some of the this, songs? This, this is gonna be a deluxe. This is this time is gonna be legit. Yeah, I'm gonna add a couple songs. Don't worry. All right, I got, all right, I got, I, I got some songs planned. Uh, I want to say, I want to say next year, like early, like January. But I don't know, man. Within these next couple months, I'll add, you know, I'll make a couple more songs. Probably like, let's say, like, probably maybe like four or five songs. 
you know, like add like a couple more songs on there and then I'll start full and then I'll start on my next project, which we'll just have to wait and see. We'll just have to wait and see. Well, um, I can't wait and uh, I, I will be lo- looking out for that. And um, yeah, man, I uh, I, I want to get you on the show again when that uh, deluxe comes out and I will... Uh, I will have no problem supporting it because I know you're going to kill it, man. You, you keep killing it every time. You keep shocking me, too, because I'm like, this is going to sound like his old album. And I'm wrong every time. So, I, know, I, I know, man. I'm I'm really out here, man. Like, I, I tried to tell everyone, like, oh, like, you aren't, you guys aren't going to expect this album. And they, they didn't, you know. And I'm glad. And, you know, the support has been great for it. So thank you to everyone who has listened to the Pinto Tape. Uh, if you haven't listened to the Pinto tape, what the hell are you doing? Go search <laughs> up the pin. Go search up the Pinto. Literally anywhere you can search up music. Boom, the Pinto tape by Lil Pinto Bean. Start it. Start it up right now. Go listen to that man. Like what you doing? It's a good. It's a good album. I'm telling you, the Pinto tape deluxe. It's coming soon. This time there's actually going to be a deluxe. <laughs> this time there will actually be a deluxe. Mark my words. I'm not just gonna. I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna say Lopinto being against the world deluxe again and not drop it. On November fifth at four oh nine p.m., Little Pinto Bean said there will be a deluxe album. I'm gonna make him stick to it, guys. He's got yeah. to do it now. <laughs> yes, Little Pinto Bean, the Pinto tape, the deluxe. Yo, I just looked on my Spotify. Album streams is at one oh four. So we have oh, just wow. live on the podcast. We have surpassed 100 streams with how many hours in the day we have left? Let's Ooh, see. We man. have we still have eight eight hours left in the day too. Day yeah. one day one streams is going crazy right now. All day right, day one streams are going crazy. And if you haven't listened to the Pinto tape, first of all, you must not know what good music is because it's great music. And Amazing. I will be putting the link to the Pinto tape in the description for the podcast. So you guys click on the link and go stream it. And uh, and again, if you haven't listened to it, please go listen to it because he worked his butt off on it. And he has really been trying. And this album deserves you y'all's ears. Nine songs. It takes 22 minutes and three seconds to listen to it. Take that time and listen to it. And if you like it, listen to it again. And if you don't like it, Listen to it again until you like it. Yeah, the more you listen to it, the more you like it. If you don't like it the first time around, I don't know how, but like listen to it again. You might have a deeper appreciation for it. You got it. I mean, like I said, man, I listened to when I listened to it the first time. I texted you. I was like, "Hey, man, this is good." And then I listened to it twice again, and I was like, "Okay, no, this isn't good. This is great." So tomorrow's conversation is gonna be great with Carter whenever we can get on this podcast and and run it, man. So I, I appreciate you uh, taking out the time today to do the podcast. I know Friday, you know, for official release day, probably crazy busy. Like you said, your phone's been blowing up. So I appreciate you uh, taking out the time to uh, talk your album with me, talk a little WWE stuff. Yeah, man, of course. I love coming on here because it's one of the only ways I can express my feet. I express what I have to say until yeah. also – podcast my podcast yo I, i'll get it started one day i'm just crazy yeah. busy right now i'm exactly. crazy busy right now 
Uh, oh my god, a burp. Mark my words, y'all. I'm a. I'm gonna start it up. Hey man, so, I get that completely. I I, I get that completely. Because whenever I do the podcast, it's usually like if I have a free moment. Like we were supposed to do it what yeah. last night, and then I just I had some stuff going on. I I ended up not being able to do it and uh, made time for today to be able to do it. So um, yeah. And honestly, I'm glad we did it today instead of yesterday because now we can actually talk about the songs on the album. So I'm glad okay. we did it today instead of yesterday. That was a good for call. sure. Uh, quick quick question about your album. Is there a story told throughout each song, or is it? Does every song just have their own story that doesn't relate to the other songs in the and on the track list? Mm. Let's see. Yeah. The, no. There's not. There's not an overlining story because the pinto okay. tape. The pinto tape is kind of just like this mixtape, right? Because it's called like the pinto tape. Each song has its own individual story. Each song is different from the other song. So really, it's just like uh, showing the my diversity through the song while I can tell stories through each one of these songs. And some songs do correlate, can correlate with each other, but there's not an overlying story through this whole album. Just wait till next album, though. All right, well, I am looking right now at the uh, online on the computer at the album cover here. Um, quick question, buddy. This was you in what, second grade? I believe so. I think so. I think it was. Uh, I could be wrong. It, oh, it's actually, actually, I think it was fourth grade. It is I definitely it you as a kid, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, what, what was the inspiration behind that album? that cover for the album instead of something uh kind of like your other albums where you had def you know you had um you standing on like a balcony and then you had one where you're in a hoodie and there's like a fiery the the yeah the sky is on fire while i'm burning this yeah that's clout failure yeah yeah um man Re really like the um, let's see so I was just going through my books one day, you know, I took a picture of it. And then I thought to myself, I was like, this be a cool, like, album. This be a cool fucking, like, album cover, right? So, and I'm glad I chose it, man. I really like it. Um, I, think it I think it fits the story for sure. I think that album cover itself tells the story of kind of the life of Little Pinto being, which is the first little 50-second interlude into the album. So I, I think it tells it. From you as a little kid to now, you're an adult, and, and this is what you're doing now. This is where you've gotten to throughout your life, throughout everything that you've been through. You've gotten to this point to where the pinto tape is your life in different amounts of words. It, am I correct with saying that? Or yeah, I mean, shoot, that the pinto tape that really is kind of like my life at the moment, you know. So. Yeah, man, this this pentatape is gonna be hard to top this. I won't lie, but I know that I can because I got some good, I got some big things planned for the next album and the deluxe. You know, I got a couple more songs that I'm gonna make soon that I think really will fit the album. Honestly, yo, I might, I might, I might even drop the deluxe on Christmas. Well, look, man, uh, t t take time, take time to. Uh... 
soak all this in and enjoy this. And uh, I can't wait to see what else you do with this album. Um, and, and where this thing goes, I'm going to be following it consistently. I'm going to be making sure that I can, yeah, I'm going to listen to it more. And uh, I'm going to make sure that uh, people know that you are out there and that you are killing it. So, um, yeah. I can't yeah. wait to, uh, to to see the rest of this uh, journey for you, man. I really can't. And uh, I'm excited to see what happens after this album. But, yeah, soak this in for sure because this is a big one. This is a big one. I know. We we finally made it. Yeah, we did. We finally made it, man. You're finally think, at the point. Yeah, I think this album is going to age, age really well. So... Unlike unlike my other two albums, I believe this this album's gonna age greatly. So I don't know. We'll just see what happens, man. We'll see what right, happens. All right, bud. Well, uh, one last little shout out. Everybody, go listen to the Pinto tape on all platforms on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud. Is it on YouTube? Yes or no? Um, funny story. I actually, <laughs> I actually forgot. To upload it all on YouTube. Okay, so it's not on YouTube, but but, but, but technically it is. Technically it is because the the people I use. It's not on my. It's it's not on my. Um, not on your channel. Not on my channel, but it's uh. It is uh, some. Yeah, Maybe you can just look up the name of the Pinto Tape on YouTube. Uh, let me actually see if I can do that, so that way I can tell these people. Yes, you can just go to YouTube and look it up. Um, let's see here. You need to get it on your channel, though, for sure, because... See, I was waiting on it to drop, because I figured it was going to drop on your YouTube channel, and I follow your YouTube channel. But, uh, yeah, it didn't, so I was like, oh, well, maybe he uh, just forgot, or maybe I don't have my notifications turned on. Yeah, yeah, no, but I'll, I'll upload it on there. I'll put it on there for sure. I'll probably do that today when I get a chance. Yeah, there's a few of them. Okay, so the songs from the channel are on your channel. The songs from the album are actually on your YouTube channel. They're not on my my YouTube channel. They're on like Lil Pinto Bean Topic. Okay. It's like, on- it's like something okay. like, I don't know, it's like something else. Oh, kind of like a oh, short Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, oh, it's kind of weird. Like no, little pinto bean topic, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't really use that. It's All like right, an auto, it's like an auto generated thing on YouTube. I got you. Yeah, but I'll All upload both. them on my channel for sure. So you need to for sure because that yeah. would be uh be awesome to see. Can't wait to see them on YouTube. Are you gonna do any music videos for any of the songs? Like actual Ooh. music? And uh, let them be audio. Oh man, I've been thinking. I've been thinking about it. I'm not even gonna lie. There might. Not gonna lie. Could... I'd like to see one for We Made It. Yeah, I With, would. Uh, I would like one for We Made It too. Yeah, maybe you and Micah and uh, Logan and some of the guys you graduated with. Yeah, not, for sure. Eh, not Logan. Okay, you and Micah. <laughs> yeah. With, maybe. Yeah. Just have party, like have a little party and uh, make a music video during a party. You know. See, I kind of, I kind of wanted to do that last night, but no one showed up. So, uh, 
fuck you guys who didn't show up. I'm just yeah, kidding. Actually, no, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding at all. I'm not kidding at all. Show up to this. They need to be name dropped on this show right now so we can put it out in the world that they are horrible people. No, they're not. They're not getting name dropped. Also, shout out, shout out to that to that girl I bought Dior who I was literally talking to earlier. Who I said wouldn't te- who like who didn't text me back much. She just texted me and was saying that we could hang out sometime this weekend. So I take back uh, everything. I, I, so I, I take I take back everything I said. Uh, <laughs> Carter, Carter, your song just got you a girlfriend. I take <laughs> back. No, no, no. I don't think it's no. It's not on no girlfriend stuff. But I take back. Actually, no, I don't fucking take back what I said. Well, you, I don't. To- I don't take back what I said. As a matter of fact. No, you might want to because see if she see if she hears this and hears what you said and then you don't take it back, you might not be with her no more. Uh, she can get these hands and I can get my Dior back. Hello. No, but I, I was, mean that's if there's any left. Yeah, I was thinking about making a song to Pain 2020 actually, which is one of my old songs. You know, it kind of goes like. Because I, I don't know. Pain, if you look up, well, on Spotify and Apple Music, it's just called Pain. But like on SoundCloud, it's called like Pain 2020. And then like on YouTube, it's Pain 2020. But genuinely, I believe that song is like the, some of the realest shit like I've ever wrote about. So like, yeah. I, I, I was low key thinking about making a YouTube video, I mean, making a music video to that. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I think they just counted the 2020 and the Pain 2020 title as the year that you released it. That's why it's just as, as Pain. It is, yeah, it is the. Yeah, and, I, and also, yo, I'm doing like a Pain, like every year. Like I like this year, like on my Lost Files EP that I released, I released Pain 2021, which was kind of. Uh, but next year, Pain 2022, that's gonna go hard. All right, bud. Well, uh, again, I cannot wait until I get to hear it. And uh, I can't wait to see if there's a music video. You got to let me know so I can watch it, so I can uh, let the people know to go watch the music video because I know it's going to be great because you're great at pretty much everything you do. Um, Maybe not so much with relationships, but then again, what guy is good at relationships? Because apparently girls are crazy. They are, and I don't take that back. I will put the, I'll put that out right now in the world. No male understands a woman. It doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. Women Impossible. are too freaking complicated. <laughs> yeah. They say they want to do something, and then they change their mind like five minutes later. Oh wait, no, I don't. That's why you should mind. go gay, like dudes, guys. No, no, I'm not that. No, 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 no. We're not supporting that. Uh-uh. We're not. Gonna, well, we support it. We support it if you want to do that. But I'm not gonna do that. I'm, no. Yeah. All right. All right, buddy. Well, uh, I'll let you go because we've hit an hour thirty minutes. Um, you. It's been real. All right, man. Uh, can't wait for the Pinto Tape Deluxe, which has to come now. It will. It will. And, uh, but yeah, man, take 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 time to uh, enjoy this, soak it all in, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Um, enjoy the, your weekend. If you get to see that girl, maybe don't play her the song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You know, I actually, I'll be honest. I invited her to the listening party. 
so I was kind of nervous if she did actually come. <laughs> I was actually kind of nervous. I was actually kind of nervous if she did come because she was. <laughs> Wait, did uh, she? Know- Here's the big question: When she texted you, did she know the song was about her, and that's why she texted? I've never bought anyone else Dior before. Who else would it she be about? <laughs> she might not have known that till okay. now. Okay, but you gotta kind of make the connections, you know, like, like, oh, like I bought her like some like Dior perfume, and like, oh, bought that some Dior. She ain't gonna taste like. Come on, you gotta connect. She can connect the pieces. I don't think she's no. dumb. No, she's not dumb. She connected the pieces and texted you to make up for it. <laughs> I wonder if she actually heard the song. Oh my I, god! Uh, I wonder if she actually heard. Oh, you got me nervous. <laughs> well, hold on. Which one was it? Which one was it? Um, uh, pull up, pop out. All right, here's what you do. If she does mention it, you say, look, um, I was extremely tired, and I don't remember making this song. Oh, my God. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You got your excuse. Just tell her you don't remember it. Tell her you were, like, in the middle of – you were asleep, and you just woke up and did a minute 22 of something stupid, and you don't remember what you said. <laughs> I mean, that's – that that might work, and it might be just slapped. But either way, you're gonna get to see her. I don't know, man. We'll see. All right, buddy. Well, uh, it just sounds like you're tired, so might want to take you know a little nap and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your weekend, and uh, can't wait till you're on the podcast again. Might be a while, but yeah. Whenever, whenever you want, man. I'm always I'm always ready. All right, buddy. Well, uh, I'll talk to you later. All right, man. All right, see you, bud. See you.